I'm not the girl your mom warned you about, her imagination was never this good. Welcome back to the neighborhood. It's your favorite girls next door. I'm Becky from the block. I'm Shay. I'm Brett Brad. And we are here for episode 11. So let's get this started. Yes. So in the neighborhood watch this week, I feel like the neighborhood was pretty quiet for the most part, but it was a lot of fuss on social media, starting with this Khloe Kardashian. Do you call it a scandal if it's a Kardashian? I mean, they're always in a scandal, right? Right. So is it even really a I mean, scandal? What is, are they in scandals or are they just in mess? But it's it's manufactured mess. It's mess they create. Well, Chloe didn't create this. So anyway, there was a <laughs> there was a picture of Chloe Kardashian in a bikini, and it was an untouched photo. It looked like somebody just took it on their iPhone ten or something, and it accidentally made its way to the internet. There's some dispute on how it made its way to the internet, but Chris Jung Un as Kanye calls her, got that thing scrubbed from the, it's not scrubbed. I can still find it. They ain't got that Beyonce type scrubbing, but they got that thing removed, put some people's accounts on hold, all that kind of stuff because of this untouched photo. Did y'all see that? Yes. She was definitely in her natural state. (laughs) And (laughs) you made it sound like she's a wild animal. (laughs) That was probably, that was a little mean. And not to say that her body looks bad because it doesn't, but baby girl, it's not what your IG shows. <laughs> I have so many feelings. I don't, I can't even get my words together as I look at this picture. So many. First of all, this, this was recent, right? Yes. I, it was released recently. I think it's a recent photo. No, baby. No. Yeah. She looks like that now. Look, go to her Instagram. Her face does look a little different. Well, her face looks different now. Like today as opposed to this picture? First, I literally think it's just because it's not like retouched. The bottoms, why does she have those bottoms pulled up like that? Like, <laughs> to like, give the illusion that she got hips. That's, I mean, shit, that's what I do when I'm trying to be sexy, child. She has no hips. I think this is a classic case of what you see is not always what you get. I'm not going to talk about how she looks in this photo because y'all don't want to see me in a bikini like that. But when you put out to the world that you look a certain way and then, you know, the world finds out that you don't, even though we all logically maybe knew that, it's going to generate a response. Okay, yeah, I ain't seen her in a minute. So, but this picture right here... Baby look like she got some hips. She got a little junk in her trunk. This one, she does not. Like I said, she still has a flat stomach. Yeah. Or, or whatever. Doesn't really matter. Um, But, it, I mean, it doesn't. This is what a woman 30. How is she? Girl, the shit if I know. 34, maybe. This is what a 34-year-old woman looks like. After having a baby. Especially after having a Even before having a baby. Like I said, she's. Even though she does, she's still had some work done. This is as close to what most women 34 without no work that don't really go to the gym look like. And if you that pressed that people are seeing you in this natural state, again, you try to put out this illusion of what your body looks like. Be you, sis. Yes. It just shows like body dysmorphia is like real. Like, but she, I can't believe they didn't got somebody's page blocked and shit. That's crazy. She looks fine. She looks fine. Now, I will say, if I had paid for a body, I wouldn't want it to look like that. <laughs> but if I just look like that, regular, that's regular. But if I if I put some money down, maybe you're going to give me more than this. Which brings you back to when people probably take these pictures of the Kardashians to like surgeons. They're like, you're not going to look like this. Hell, they don't look like that. They don't look like this. That's true. They do not. So when the culture comes back to bite you in the ass because... Kardashian has created that culture. Hello. Now here we are. Now here we are. If she would have stayed the way she looked 15 years ago, she'd have been just fine. Well, Chloe, I was going to try to give some words of encouragement. I'm going to cut that because I don't have time to say. Okay. Um, (laughs) On to the next. Moving on, on things on social media. So Paul Pierce this week, y'all know who Paul Pierce is, right? The basketball player. No, she's trying to play me on the worldwide internet. And I don't know, appreciate that. Are you going to try to tell me now that you know basketball or that you just happened to stumble along the Bitch, story? I know who these people are. Who Paul Pierce play for? The Celtics. Okay. The green people. Yes. The I green know. I may people. not watch it all the time, but people 
that have been like, especially years in the game. Now, if you, I can't tell you one Celtics player today. Cannot tell you one. I, I don't know. I can't tell you one Wizards player today. And then niggas is down the street. That's fair. So Paul Pierce been around since I've been alive, child. He didn't retire, and now he owns the ESPNs and shit. I know who he is. Anyways, continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't believe you're trying to play me like this. I can't believe it. Ain't nobody trying to play you. All right. So anyway, Paul Pierce was on Instagram Live and he was smoking and he had strippers, things that in your normal life, like, that ain't no problem. You know what I'm saying? It's a pandemic. So I would maybe, you know, not. But besides that, ain't no problem. However, because he was doing it on Instagram Live for his 300 people that were watching, ESPN has decided to, quote unquote, part ways with him and part of me feels like the shit that you do on your own time is on your own time you ain't commit no crimes uh it's not that big of a deal the other part of me feels like why at your big age are you so pressed to put this on social media that you end up fired on your fucking day off yeah and because i feel i feel i don't know how i feel about it i feel as well that's some regular shit you can do what you want to you adult like, unless it was, like, against what you do. Like, as a nurse, I couldn't be on the internet smoking weed because that goes against what I can, I can't smoke weed. But in your role, you're not actively playing. So, yeah, you probably smoke. They're not you can't smoke you. weed on your own time? I mean, obviously, you can't smoke weed while you're taking care of patients. But, like, just on your own time, you know, that's no, not good? Is that for all medical professionals? <laughs> you can't just be like, I'm a nurse, I'm going to work three days, but I'm going to smoke these other four days. Well, you're smoking four days, it's still going to be your system on day one work. That is so unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Anyways, as an ESPN commentator, I don't feel like they drug test them. Um, so it's like, you can do that. That's an action you can do. So I'm like, mm, I'm torn. He a grown ass man. He doing what he want to do. Yes, in his big ass age, he shouldn't be pressed about being on Instagram live. But also, he chilling. He's at a party. But I also see where it's like he represents ESPN. He's not just a normal player. He's on there every day representing a brand. So I don't know. I'm torn about it. I think it was more so the image. But do people that watch ESPN like really care? No. So like what the fuck? (laughs) And again, it's, it's something. It ain't like he was on there fucking bitches. It was strippers dancing. Most Men, I'm not going to put a percentage because I don't know. I think it's common, but it may not be common. Most men might enjoy strippers. Shit, I like strippers. <laughs> like, I mean, it's fine. It, I didn't really see nothing that he did wrong. The strippers was trash, though. Um, But we're not here about them. But, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, like, like, the kids. Like, you know, kids look up to them. Maybe they watch ESPN. But ESPN wasn't going to play it. Like, it's not like ESPN was going to turn the shit into a commercial. So That's the first part. And the second part is, kids know about strippers. True. Why do we have to look at strippers as such a, like, filthy thing? It's an art. It is a sport. It's a sport. So long as he's there, they dancing or whatever, it's fine. And they weren't naked in the video that I saw. Or did they get naked? I mean, Everything, every snippet that I saw had like the little bathing suit tops on. They were just like, yeah. So it was tasteful. <laughs> they wasn't in Magic City and everybody was naked and you looking literally at booty hoes. I mean, okay. I don't have no problem with it. I just, to me, it's more of a question of like, what were you trying to prove putting this on Instagram? Yeah. With 300 people. Like, yeah, his live wasn't even popping <laughs> at all. Like, Come on, like for 300 people. And then, and this is the part that kills me. So he gets fired or they, they part ways. And then he's on Instagram live again, (laughs) laughing. And he's like, I'm good. Everything's good. Everything's not good. My nigga, you got fired. It's okay. Like you don't got to say shit, but all this laughing and stuff that you're doing, I don't know if you're trying to convince me or yourself, but shit is not good. Okay. You are fired. That shit ain't good. Pee and go to bed because nonetheless, good luck to him. He's going to land somewhere because it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's not like he robbed a bank or something. Right, He's right. not unhireable. So he'll end up somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
Good luck, sir. Good luck, good sir. Mm -hmm. And then on The Real Housewives of Atlanta this week, I actually really enjoyed this episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. So we know the girls were in New Orleans. They was cooking with Big Frida. Definitely looked fire, by the way. Um, and Portia Fugbolo, blah, blah, blah. We already know all of that. But the part that I wanted to focus on was the conversation that Portia had with Cynthia afterwards because she left the trip early. She didn't say bye to nobody. She just rolled the fuck out and left the trip. And what she said was, I didn't feel like it was nothing I could handle. This is after her latest argument with Kenya. I feel like this is, it wasn't nothing I could handle. I just didn't want to. And I was like, sis, I feel you because I completely understand the feeling of like, I could go back and forth with you. I could go toe to toe with you, but I just simply don't want to. <laughs> so okay. I'm removing myself from this situation. I feel like, and I feel like her handling the situation, how she handled it bothered Kenya. Like, because she did not react how Kenya wanted her to, to react. Like she was bothered. Like, Kenya likes to get under people's skin. Yeah. That is what she does. She talks. Yeah. Like I said, she's good at it. I may not like Kenya, but she do got a mouth on her. Uh, so she wasn't getting that reaction and she was even more bothered. But like I'm with Portia. At this age, we have cussed each other out before. I didn't swung on you before. Ain't no point in doing this over and over again every day. Yeah. I'm done with it. This I'm too old. I'm about protecting my peace this year. And so I'm just gonna leave this conversation here. And it's like, we're not going to do this for TV either because it's exhausting. Like, it's it, exhausting it's for exhausting. everyone involved. It's exhausting for Portia. I feel like it got to be exhausting for Kenya. And it's damn sure exhausting for the viewers. And Candy looks tired as fuck. She looks exhausted. So, <laughs> like, I totally felt her on that. Like, I have had situations recently, and not recently, I mean in the last few years, but, like, where someone has done something to me and... Part of me feels like I just have to say something. And the other part of me is like, but do I really give a fuck? And the answer is no. So like, nope. I can use this energy and go back and forth with you, but we ain't about to fight. So right. what we, that, that's what we doing? Bubbles. That's the bubbles. When you text in and you be like, that's basically it's like. Because what's it going to change? Like, what is this going to change? I, that's, that's my question to everything. What, what are we looking to gain from this? What, right. you know? What is the expected outcome? I do that at work. What is the purpose of this meeting again? Right. What are we here to gain? Like, because I my time is expensive these days, so I'm not wasted on work. I'm not wasting on you news. What are we trying to gain here? Oh, okay, not really here for it. On to the next. So I appreciate Portia. I did too. I thought that would that spoke to my spirit. I felt like it was like when you were at church, and the pastor say something, and then he just pause on it for a second so you can marinate on it. And be like, I don't think y'all heard me. Mm -hmm. And then you said it again. I was like, yes, ma'am. And I feel like with regards to Marlo, who's, I don't know what the fuck she's doing. I, I'm not even getting into all of that. Yeah. But with regards to her, she was like, I've seen how she moves with other people. So I'm straight off her. And I'm like, yeah, like this is probably the most of any housewife in Atlanta that I've been like, I feel you, sis. Like, yes, I've seen how you move with other people. So I'm not interested because the same way that you treated them is the exact way that you treat me now. So I can either sit here and be shocked that you're the same exact person I always knew you were, or I can be like, I'm good off you. Yeah. Yeah. Portia grown up. Praise God. I'm here for it. I mean, I still love Little Ratchet Portia, but she is growing up. I can deal with this Portia. Yeah. All right. So that is the Neighborhood Watch Report this week. And we will be back in just a second with Word on the Street. Bye. Bye. So word on the street this week is that we're not always honest about what we want in our partner. Um, I know we touched base on this last week. Um, so what are your all thoughts? So this could go multiple ways because we had a good conversation last week. So is this honest expectations? Like, is this my list of shit I want from my man? Like, I want him to be vulnerable. Or what do we mean by honest expectations? Because we can have an hour-long conversation on both of these. Yeah, I think it I think it could mean those things. Like I think we do need to be honest about the emotional expectations that we have as well. But as it relates to last week's conversation, I was talking more so about being honest about the things that maybe don't sound as good, quote unquote. Like we have a tendency to be like, you know, I don't care if my man flips burgers at Burger King and it's like, no, you do. You do. At 30 you do care. Yeah. About that. Okay, okay, so you care. Elaborate. 
Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I'm married. You know what I'm saying? So my expectations are good over here. Okay, this ain't about me or my husband. Okay, but I think that in 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 all transparency, but, no, I'm gonna stop. You. Wait, wait, because you're married. But say, say Mark's job tomorrow said you need to. We we on a break. We on furlough. Okay. Ain't no furlough to pay. You don't got no job. Mark comes home and says, I'm going to flip burgers at Burger King. So what mm-hmm. do you say? Because I think your perspective will be different than ours. So how about that? Something so, happens and Mark got to flip burgers. That's so two things. One, that is completely different because he is somebody that I'm already married to. So I'm not going to then be like, oh, no, fuck that. Like, you're yeah. hitting a bad time. I'm leaving this marriage. Like, that's, that's not going to happen under any circumstance. Also, we're talking about someone whose career is not to flip burgers. Like, if that's what he has to do temporarily to provide for his family, that's what he will do temporarily to provide for his family. But that's not what his career path is. But I think that we've been so ingrained, especially as black women, because we don't want to be labeled as materialistic or gold diggers or whatever to not be honest about what we expect out of a partner and then turn around and be mad because our expectations are not being met. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, my, I would not want my nigga to flip burgers and I wouldn't make that statement. Like I'm not saying has to, make six figures or more than me, but I also don't want him working at Burger King. And I don't think that you would even go after someone like that. We'll just start with the the general conversation that it's a lot of, this man makes less money than you. Okay. Okay. Let's start there. He makes, what is, what are your honest expectations when it comes to finances and things like that? Are you the breadwinner? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I'm fine with it. I mean, I, I would, I would, I, I make pretty good money. So I don't feel like I expect to like meet this corporate C, you know, CEO and he's making like tons of money. So I feel like the person that I meet and spend, want to spend the rest of my life with is either going to make the same amount or less than me. So you've already just kind of yeah. adjusted to that as an idea. Yeah. I think it depends too, though, on what your, um, what your, what is the word I'm looking for? What your gender expectations are. And there's no right answer to that. Like there's some women whose gender expectations are like, I don't pay bills. Like I'm not getting married to split bills with my husband. That's some women's, that's their mindset. And that's some couple's mindset. And if y'all can both agree on that, that ain't no problem. There's some who are like, you know, we'll bring all the money in and all the money will be in a pot and then we'll, you know, decide how we're going to spend it, pay off whatever, whatever the case may be. As long as y'all are in agreement on that, that ain't no problem. I think where the issue comes in is I think that we have a pressure as Black women, just in, in my experience from what I've observed, that we have a, a pressure as Black women to either be the breadwinner or pretend like we don't care about that kind of stuff. And I think that we're the only culture that does that. Like, I think that we are the only culture that pretends like getting your needs met is not as important. Yeah. Yeah. I can say that, um, I would prefer that my man be the breadwinner. I would prefer that that is what I prefer in life. However, at the same time as Brittany, I have come to terms with, I make good money and that may not happen. Well, let me ask you a question because I want to pause on this for just a second. You prefer that your husband, person, be the breadwinner. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Who okay. wouldn't? <laughs> I mean, you but know. Also, my, so I prefer that as well, too, because for those that know me, I want a family. And so if I wake up tomorrow and be like, I want to be a stay-at-home mom, and I was always the breadwinner, I can't do that. But what is wrong with making that just an expectation? Like if you know that that is what you want to do and you know that you want to have the option to be a stay-at-home mom, what is wrong with making that just an expectation? That is just what you expect. I just don't think that's what the type of world we live in now, though. I feel like women are bosses. Like, I- Very true. Absolutely. A lot of women are bosses and a lot of women 
want to be bosses and and are pursuing that and there's no problem with that but for example i had a co-worker in grad school this girl was getting a master's getting a master's fully planning to one day get married and be a stay-at-home mom now my thing was why are you getting a master's for if you plan on staying at home but that's you know but that was her plan and that was her expectation and she dated until she found somebody that could provide that for her and that is now the life that she's living i don't think there's anything wrong with saying i want to be able to stay at home with my family and so my expectation is that my partner can provide a life that we can do that me personally being a stay-at-home mother or wife is not my ministry that is a lot of pressure i think that is the hardest job that exists on the planet not interested my kids got to go to daycare or grandma house or somewhere else. It just is what it is. So that's not for me. But if that is for you, I don't understand why we have to compromise on that. Now, if you were to say like, my expectation is that my husband drive a Lambo, like, okay, bitch, well, that's a little ridiculous. But if it's a lifestyle expectation, what's the problem? The problem is that you don't come across men like that often. And when we do, well, when I do, those people use their money as like the crutch. Like, yes. I, like mm. they're the prize. Granted, we both the prize. The both? I'm the prize. Yeah. I'm the prize, you the prize. We should both be the prize. Period. But the people that I have met in those situations, normally know that especially for educated black men there are few that are educated and doing well like that so and especially when you live in areas where the ratios is off it's a mm -hmm. lot more women than it is men they know they are the prize women want them so they be a little cocky and i don't got time for that like i need you i did this little thing on instagram today where it was like name your top five green flag stuff and it was like vulnerability open communication. I don't get that from the lawyer nigga that took me out normally. It, it's not, he thinks that he he's a partner, he's this, I don't get that. And somebody literally responded to my thing and was like, oh, you just want a nice nigga. And it was a cat. Yes, I want a nice nigga, the fuck? <laughs> Duh, bitch. Duh, what the fuck, I want a mean nigga? Like, I don't get it. But, so, but men, do you think that men be like, I want, a wife that um, wants to be a mother, but then they'd be like, but if I can't find one, fuck it. I'll just take somebody else. Like, I feel like black women, I feel like we're the only people that do that shit. Know what you want and be like, but it's cool if I don't get it. No, the fuck is not. There is somebody out there <laughs> that provides what it is that you are looking for. There is. And what you are looking for is not, if it were completely just materialistic, and even if it were, like, if you just want to be, you know, an icy girl with a flashy lifestyle, ain't no wrong with that either. But, like, for you, it's not even, I just want to, like, have all this shit. It's, this is how I envision my family. So, if that's how you envision your family, I think you can be intentional about finding someone that provides that for you. I think me and Becky do a good job at, you know, providing for ourselves. So, if we were to meet someone that made what we made maybe a little less than we would be okay i just don't feel like that's a non-negotiable it's not so yeah when so honest expectations they're honest but they, they're not all non-negotiables because again i can't there is not one person that i've met in my 30 years of life that i can honestly say would meet my needs emotionally and financially but the we people, can agree that all of the people that you have met in your 30 years of life are not your person right okay so wait on my person for forever at some point i would be like okay this nigga kind of get on my nerves just a little bit yeah i feel like at some point you gotta like yes you there are some things i have to lean on and i think that maybe you not Maybe I won't be able to stay at home full time. I would have to, I get one to two days a week. That's some shit I would have to bend on. Like, okay. Uh, I cannot be a full time stay at home mom, but I, I can do it one to two days a week. I think that that's fine. I just want, I want every, we talked last week about having the things that you deserve. And I think if we can talk about having the things that you deserve when it comes to you being able to get a massage or you being able to 
get your nails done or whatever, you can talk about having the things that you deserve in a partner. That's because true. yeah, I cannot imagine being married to somebody that I simply put up with. Like that right. sounds miserable because that motherfucker is going to live in my home. And the one place that I need peace is in my home. In my home. <laughs> so that's very I tolerate niggas all day, every day when I'm outside. I'm not about to tolerate people in my house. So I think that whatever those expectations are, and we're talking about this very specific case, but whatever those expectations are, we have to be honest about those up front because I'm sure, I am certain that there are men out there that want to have a family and there are men that fully prefer and not even prefer, like, I don't want to say demand because that sounds aggressive, but like, are not interested in their children not being at home. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. those men exist. So, we just have to be honest in that expectation. So, when when does this honesty come across? Yeah. <laughs> so, is this something we meet somebody and they, they love us? They really do love us, but they keep burgers. So, don't be like, okay, sweetheart. I can't. I can't. I do. can't do this. Or you know, you got two years. You need to get a a trade, a something. You need to figure this out. When does this honesty come across? Hmm. That's a good question. Like, how early is too early, mm-hmm. or how late is too late? Maybe. Right. It needs to be how early. <laughs> <laughs> so let's throw out some more honest expectations, though, and, and kind of gauge it. Okay. So what else? I would say, I'm probably about to contradict what the fuck I said last week. I can't remember. I shoot off the hip. But I, an honest expectation truly, is I want to be spoiled. Okay. Yeah. And I can say that because I spoil others. Yes. Mm -hmm. And again, as you remember last week when I talked about things that are luxury to me and shit, me being spoiled is, babe, I left $100 on the table for you to get your nails done. Granted, I can pay to get my nails. You know, but it's like little thoughtful things like that. Like, I'm going to take you out. I'm going to woo you this weekend. Or, you know, I bought you this. All could be small things. But that's because I do that shit too. When I was in a relationship, I think I bought more clothes. And this is also because I didn't like his wardrobe. But I was I bought more clothes for him than I did myself half the time. Yeah. Come home. Hey, look what I got you today. This will be nice on you for work. And again, not beside the fact that I didn't like his wardrobe, I would probably still do that because if I like you to look nice, I'm going to spoil you as well. Yeah. And that's your, I think that's also though your personality. Like I think that you are a giving person, like you're with, you're like that with your friends. Like, I mean, I'm trying to think now if you've ever bought me clothes because you don't like my wardrobe, but (laughs) you are a like giving person. So that makes sense that you also like to receive gifts and there's nothing wrong with that. That does not make you materialistic. That does not make you a gold digger. That is a whole last love language. They wrote a book about it. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And what I don't want to happen is for a situation where you're like, oh, well, I'm just going to settle for this shit over here. And then you're watching other people be loved in the way that they best receive love. And now you met. I feel like we're clearly definitely honest with our expectations because we both still single. So (laughs) So I'm honest, but I will say I'm not that honest. I I am definitely um, on a first date downplaying my accomplishments. People don't normally know I have a doctorate until God knows when. They start to figure that shit out, like when Michelle be like, she a nurse with no patients. They be figuring that shit out, like, okay, this bitch ain't never at work. <laughs> she ain't no nurse. What are you doing? So it normally comes later, but I definitely, I can. That's be the one honest statement I can say. I definitely downplay my accomplishments, especially when the first time I meet somebody. That's off rip. I do not want you to know this. No, like anything. Oh, when you bought a house that comes out. I'm like, oh yeah, I bought a house, and it's like. Oh, I, I don't know what it is. It's just downplaying it to be like, I'm open. I'm not here to be this Taraji that's like, and what's that? The What movie is that? 
Think like a man. Think like a man. Where it's like, oh, she got her whole life together. It ain't much I can do for her. I 100% wholeheartedly downplay that so I can be the average Becky on the block. And clearly that ain't got me nowhere. But that's what I do. But why can't you upplay the things that you are looking for that they can add to your life? Because I, I do think, and this is not your particular case, but I do think that sometimes when people have a full package, it does kind of feel like, where the fuck do I fit into all of that? Like when I used to be dating, I would think that sometimes like, okay, I don't know. I'm basically going to be like furniture for this nigga. Like it's going to be like getting a new couch because what the fuck? So I can understand that. But I think that if you upplay, like these are the things that I need poured into me, then they are very aware of how they can contribute to your life. Because if you didn't need nobody, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Well, you don't need anybody, but if you right. didn't want to have oh a God, companion. I'm, I'm about to read y'all a message out with somebody. Oh Lord. Oh gosh. No, it was it was an honest conversation. This is my friend. Wait a minute, where's the message at? Where he asked me. We were talking about the thing I said I posted earlier, like you need vulnerability, all that great stuff. And then he had said, Do you think you need a man? I said, need, need? No. Want? Yes, which then makes me sad that I don't or won't. So need a little, so I'm not depressed. LOL. Yeah. Can you follow that? Like, it's like I follow that. I don't that. need you for my lifestyle. I don't. Correct. So I need you for my emotional state because my lifestyle is great, but there, I'm, there are times I sit on this couch lonely as fuck. So I need you for that. And trying to find that line where guys will see a lot of times she don't need me because she got this shit in order. I, I don't. I do not need you for the materialism things. We talked previously. Where I was like, this guy keeps calling me bougie. Why are you calling me bougie? Are you trying to tell me you're not going to finance my lifestyle? Because that's not what I need from you. I yeah. need emotion from you. But in the same breath, yes, I want to be spoiled. So it, it's like it's hard. It's I can figure that out on my own. But you can spoil me emotionally with the time and thoughtfulness. And you don't got to buy me a bag. You can buy me some chocolate cake and I'll be ecstatic. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't need anybody. But with men, it's that fine line of being too dependent. Who said that? Not your average Joe podcast. We listen to that shit. It's like, what is what is that fine line between we don't want her to be needy, but we want her to be needy? I'm like, what, what the fuck is it? Yeah. 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 But I think that everyone, and, and again, this is not about money. I think everyone wants to feel needed. That was about like, to, that was my next like thought. Like I want, wants that. yeah, I want, well, and I want a nigga to feel like he needs me. Right. right. For whatever your strengths are that you provide, like whatever that may be. And that's different from person to person, case to case, but everybody wants to feel needed. There's nothing wrong with that. So maybe, and I think some of this too is, men and women especially in this era are just raised very differently like men are raised to be protector breadwinner well they say they are but you know some of them be struggling child and women are raised to be like independent but then like where does that converge like what right. <laughs> how do you make that work in the middle yeah i have a question okay. i have a question so have you always felt like you needed to downplay your accomplishments or has that something, is that something that has happened as you've gotten like older over time? Older over time. Like in the last, cause you're 30. So in the last like five-ish years or like- I would say, well, for me five-ish because before that I was in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So I, I felt like my partner then loved my go-getter aspect, loved, supported me in any way. He helped me get to where I, I got my doctorate. Uh, granted, we were not equally yoked, education, finance, all, all everything. But, but you felt supported. But I felt supported. Yes, yes. He he definitely supported me emotionally. Uh, so getting back out there to the dating world in the last couple of years, um, I have been like, oh, well, let me kind of pull this back a little bit. Uh, and I think also being in an area where everybody is kind of educated. So coming from Kentucky, it was far and few between. Like, so I, I was a diamond in the rough there. So I feel like the men there treated me different because I was a diamond in the rough. Here, I am not. I'm not even Swarovski. What? <laughs> everybody, everybody got something. 
So it's like your accomplishments kind of mean nothing. And ooh, your accomplishments, you might be too much. You're a little too dependent. Not interested in that. So I'm like, okay, what the fuck? So yeah, I, that's definitely been a newer phenomenon for me to be like, I'm just a nurse. I normally tell everybody I'm a nurse. But I guess since you said that you've dated, well, you've been like this in the last five years, it's clearly not worked. <laughs> so why, like, I mean, not to say that it's not worked. I mean, but it was a little, it was a little harsh, aggressive. <laughs> But why can't, like, when if you go on a date, like, tomorrow, like, I think it's okay to say, like, I have my, I have my doctorate. I'm a nurse manager. Okay, so I did this one time. Okay. And this person, not equally yoked, seemed like a very nice guy, though. Um, but when I named off of all of this stuff, like, it, it kind of just came out. I don't know how we were, I was having a free conversation. I felt comfortable. Yeah. Right. But it was almost like a Las Vegas casino machine going off. It was like, check, 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 check. And then all of a sudden he was so in love with me. And I'm like, are you in love with me? Or are you in love with the thought of me? And granted, yeah. he was a little bit younger than me. So maybe I'm going to say that maybe had was the determining factor there was that he was younger. And it's like, oh, this is an older girl. She got this. She got that. She got her own house. She got boom, boom, boom. Yeah, she got and that completely turned me off dead smack right there. I was like, mm. and I was, I was like, I don't think you love me for who I am because I'm more than these papers. Uh, but you have this whole like Michelle Obama, like, oh, she's this, that, and the third. And I'm like, mm, no, because I don't go low when they go high. Like, I don't, <laughs> no, 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 that's not me. <laughs> I think you're supposed to go high when they go low. Well, this, I'm going with Jeff Way's opposite. Or you could be like Charlemagne and take it to the flow. But maybe he was younger. But so, isn't that know. the not the fact that he was only interested in your accomplishments, but isn't that the response that you would want from somebody? Like I, I want for your response to be comfortable and even encouraging of the accomplishments that I've made because I'm gonna keep doing great things. So I, I want my partner to be supportive and encouraging of that. I think that maybe he wasn't the right one, but I would imagine that that would be the response that you would want as opposed to like, oh, you're too much. Oh, that's right. too flashy. Oh, you know, blah, blah. That's true. I guess the, the timing might have just been off too. Cause yeah, you would want somebody to, you know, support that. But I was like, you don't even know me. Like I said, it, it was just so early. I'm like, mm, you you were speaking very highly of me, off some paper stuff, but like you really, you don't know me. And so I even now, on my little dating apps that I'm off of for right now, um, I don't let people follow me on Instagram. I feel like that's the cheat code to getting to know me. No, you cannot follow me on social media. It will come. Because you go in there now and then you'll see, like, I got this. It's the lifestyle that I live. I want to organically talk on the phone with you, text you, FaceTime, and you figure out if you like me based on that, not based on my thirst traps. Dating sucks now. It's trash. It sounds ghetto, I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's like, this whole, like, the, even the fact that we have to have this discussion about, like, these expectations that we have. Like, I don't know. What's the, what's the expectation that you had, Brittany? Um, besides my non-shallow ones, um, <laughs> sprinkle a, little, a few you shallow ones in there. Yeah. I want no short nigga. I'm sure I don't want no short nigga, and I want my kids to be tall. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't. Cross <laughs> more. Okay, we need. We got to come. I said, but so my shallow. She said, give us shallow. That's my shallow expectation. Okay, keep going. Keep Is going. that how dreams work, though? No. Bitch. Because you short. Yes, yes, they do. There's a there's two chromosomes. They might still come out short. Was your daddy tall? My daddy was tall. There's this but one guy. Her mama's tall. also tall. <laughs> but there's this guy who's a twin who he is a smooth nine inches taller than his twin. It's genetics, bitch. I do it's know a guy like that. Yes, and that's his twin, not just his brother. Because I've seen that in like siblings, 
where one sibling is really tall, one's not. But these are motherfucking twins. No, I so, do know a set of twins. They're, they're at least six inches apart. Yes, they are smooth eight, nine inches apart. So, well, <laughs> um, I think another honest expectation is having just a relationship with God. Um, like, I feel like he needs to have a strong faith. Um, I think sometimes we we say this, but then, of course, we compromise. Like, oh, he ain't been to church in, like, 15 years. Okay, well, that's not, a, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, that's a, so you ask on day one, do you go to church? When does that come out? So, yeah, this that's a good one. So, when does that come out? I feel like if you're talking about yourself, that's something that's going to come out on the first date. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree? I don't feel like you would wait three, four days. I'm not one, like, so this is me and my dating life. Like, I it would go on a date with, I, I don't believe in, like, second and third dates. So if I don't see a future with you, I'm not going to go on a second date with you. I feel you. Yeah. I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't necessarily think that he needs to go to church every Sunday, but I think he needs to have a relationship with the, with God. Right. But that's the honest expectation of me. That they go to church every Sunday? When we get married, we go to church. And these kids is going, and we all dressing up, and we going to church. Okay, so that is an honest expectation. That's an honest expectation. You need to tell niggas that early on. Yeah. No, yeah, that needs to be like a first date conversation. Yeah, this whole like this is cute now, like ah, it's COVID, whatever. You can maybe not go to church every Sunday now, but I want my kids to grow up going to church. So we figure that shit out, but we're gonna have to go to church together. Okay. Honest expectations. Honest expectations. So we gonna, mm-hmm. we gonna have to figure this out. I go as long as your church. We can we can go to a few churches and figure out which one that we prefer to go to. But yeah, this whole we not going together as a family unit is not gonna work for me. Boom. Honest expectations. Mm-hmm. You gotta let them know. I gotta let them know. Also, communication. Like if we arguing, you we need to sit and talk about. Like, what just happened? Like, I just don't want to go to sleep and wake up and everything's fine. Like, we just forgot about, you know? Yep. Sometimes I need a nap. I'm just going to be honest. But we are going to, when I wake up and calm down, we're going to talk about what happened, though. It matters, too, how you argue with people. Like, me and my husband, if we get into a disagreement, like, neither of us are trying to hurt the other person. Like, ain't nobody doing all of that. But sometimes, like... Sometimes things don't get resolved before it's time to go to bed. And sometimes it is better for everybody involved that I go ahead and go to sleep. Yeah. Wake up refreshed. Mm-hmm. We can talk about it. Yeah. But I agree. Communication is important. And how you argue, or I don't like to use the word argue, but how you disagree is important as well. Because who said that? Somebody said that they weren't raised on love. They were raised on survival. I saw that somewhere on TV but somebody said that and she was explaining like that's how she argues basically like when shit happens she was raised on survival it's you or me at that point and I'm gonna choose me and her spouse was like that's not how I was right you know like so things like that like how do you communicate when you're angry is important I don't know if that's necessarily an honest expectation thing it's more of a personality trait but like how you do that is it's gonna make a difference. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what my other honest expectations would be. I'll be honest, I still believe in some um, gender norms. Call it old fashioned, call it whatever you want to. Some of them I don't believe in, some of them I do. I don't wanna have things broken around my house and we just both staring at each other like that Diddy Jeff with that man on <laughs> that TV show. I, I, I need you to be able to fix things. Baby. Well, you need him to be a handyman. I, I, I do. Brittany, tell <laughs> what the odds of us not I was about to say, baby, there are no handymen out here no more. I'm married <laughs> to one. I am married to one. Like, that's why these whole honest expectations, child, we're going to have to compromise. We're going to have to. That's what I'm saying. You, you found a diamond in the rough. I am so glad that you are happy and I love <laughs> I love Mark like a brother and to see we just spent like a week together on vacation and to see how he protects and provides for Bichet is heartwarming. <laughs> am I gonna get all of them qualities? 
I'm not exactly sure. And well, yes, Kenny, you can. Kenny is one that's a little hard. I'm going to tell you, the last probably four <laughs> figures that I can talk to have not been Kenny. And I said that, like, that's what I wanted to do was, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to pay somebody to figure out how to do it. <laughs> I was like, he's not the same. Like, no. lines up. He was like, I might have somebody put him up while you go to work. I'm like, you can't put blinds up. <laughs> you... You can't put blinds on. That's what I'm telling you. These niggas is not handy. Yeah. <laughs> they are not. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I knew she was where she was going with it too. That's why I kind of looked at you like, baby, <laughs> they ain't they ain't out here. They, ain't out there. they, they out there. they are now. Maybe not in the D.C. area because niggas up here is a little fancy. You got to go back south. Very. Very. You got to go back far south, like. Lived that, on some acres south. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't that, that ain't here. That ain't here. Okay, but let's switch it up. Okay. Because most of our followers are female. But let's switch it up for the males. Mm-hmm. What what do we perceive or what do we think are some honest expectations they may have of us that we can or cannot provide? Mm. Okay. Let me make sure I understand. You're saying like if if these were three men having this, this three conversation, men having this conversation, what would they say? And then kind of where we would fit in those. I honestly think it depends, and I say that because when I got married, I thought it was an expectation of my husband that he get like a full course meal every day, and I was like stressing myself out trying to make that happen. And not only was it not an expectation, like he likes to cook, he wants to be able to like do his own shit in the kitchen, like. I was just stressing myself out for no reason. But I do think that there are some men for which that is an expectation. Like, they expect that they have a wife that can cook and clean. Yeah. I think it's more gender roles for men. Like, they want someone, they want to come home to a clean house. They want to come home to a meal fixed and laundry done, folded, maybe his shit ironed. I don't know. I don't. Iron? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely know her, okay? But with that, and I think that you're right, Brittany. I think that that's true. But with that, wouldn't you want somebody to tell you that up front so that you can be like either... Yes, day one. Exactly. Exactly. So that you can either be like, oh, because I know Rebecca, you like to cook. Mm -hmm. So you could be like, oh, that ain't no problem. I cook all the time. It's whatever. Or you could be like, oh, okay, well, I don't do that. Which is fine. Because everybody can have preferences. Yeah. And everybody can, you know, have their own expectations. But in the same way that we're saying, like, we need to be honest about that, I think that men need to be honest about that too. And they probably need to do a better job at it because I think that they think that some things are just understood. Yes. Yeah. I would agree with that. Especially like Brittany said, it's more, and again, it may not be so men correct us. But our perspective is that for men, a lot of it is more around gender norms uh, that they think, you know, is just how it's supposed to be. And you have to let us know, especially these millennial women that don't, they don't like to do some of those things. They have no desire to. Everybody got cleaning ladies nowadays. Is that a problem? Yes or no. Um, (laughs) Right. Do you just want the house clean? Right. Or do you want want me to do it? Me to do it. Which also goes back to, nigga, I got to stay home. Because <laughs> I can cook, clean, and heck is it going to work. This is not going to work. That's why I said being a stay-at-home mother and or wife is the hardest job that exists. I, I, I can't with that. What would be some other... I think there are some men that do expect that their wives stay at home with their kids. Mm-hmm. I think that that is an expectation. Mm-hmm. And seven years ago, my response to that was, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Hmm. Honestly. But probably probably about seven years ago or so. I would be, again, why, why would I, and like homegirl, you ask her, why is this bitch getting a master if she wants to stay home? Like, I feel like in our generation, particularly, we were raised to be these go-getters. We not staying at home. We can do whatever. We can be president, right? So, yeah, when it was ever, I, approach with a guy that's like I would like my woman to stay at home like nigga fuck that I'm a whole doctor out here you know what I'm saying like I got this I got that I'm this and then realizing and this may not be everybody but especially for me when I realized what was important to me I was like I don't want to do that shit 
not not one bit and that's not because i don't want to work because i don't but (laughs) (laughs) it i literally i'm like my relationship that was years and when i came into that relationship i said i don't want to have kids straight face not having kids and then somewhere along that journey it changed and i remember he kind of got upset because he was like we never had this conversation that it changed and i was like oh my bad but i do (laughs) And that's also like an honest expectation is having a family, wanting a family. Mm-hmm. Something that needs to be addressed yes. on date one. Yes. And do not, that's that's a good one because people be trying to yes. downplay their shit or consider, I have a friend who just broke up with somebody where he, actually he's the one that did it. Like they, they talked about it, but loosely. And she could not commit to wanting to have a child. Like, oh, I don't know. They did this dance for about two, three years. And then it got to a point where he was like, I want a child. And she was like, oh, well, I still don't know if I want one. And they parted ways. Y'all could have had that conversation early. Yeah. So it's like being able to figure out if, because there's no guarantee that that person is going to change their mind. Right. So you need to enter into that wholeheartedly knowing Yes or no? Is this person? Am I okay with this person not having a child with me? And that's from male or female side. Because mm-hmm. yes, either one. You have to enter because there are women that do not want to have children. So I think both parties need to be honest in where they currently stand. Like I said, yes, I changed my mind, uh, but that that's a conversation that should have been had when that mind was changed to be like, right. okay, I want to have kids now. Now he was always open to it, so it wouldn't be as much of a problem. But say my mind changed the opposite way. We enter and I'm like, mm, I'm open to the idea. And then one day I'm like, oop, I don't want to have kids. You don't have to say that the, the morning you have that feeling. Like you woke up, you had a dream about your life without kids. And you're like, oh, I think I like this life. You need to tap on the shoulder. We need to talk. I got some news. <laughs> wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, because we got to yeah. push it out. There's no point in us dragging this on. I think if anything, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I think that in all, the important moral of the story is that we have to be honest in our expectations early. Because I kind of like what Brittany's talking about, about. I'm about to talk about this show on the first date so we can figure out where we're going, what we're doing, so we ain't wasting each other's time. Yeah. You need to be honest about it early. And I think, too, we have to be able to show up as our full person. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a part three. <laughs> I mean, we already kind of touched on it, but maybe, we, I don't know. This can grow. We want to hear from y'all. So, so yeah, how about we stop there? Part three, we're going to give y'all some time Yeah. to marinate on part one and part two. We need y'all feedback. DM us. Email us. Your favorite girls next door at gmail.com. Your favorite girls next door on Instagram, Twitter. I mean, we on TikTok, but I don't, we don't know how to work that shit. We not on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know male and female. And maybe part three can include, you know, our responses as well. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Because this was good. Okay, child. Well, y'all go marinate, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for listening to episode 11 of Your Favorite Girls Next Door. Uh, please make sure to share, to like, make sure that you're subscribed. If you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure that you're rating us, but only five stars because anything less than that is unacceptable. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Go home, Roger. Roger.